I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time Apple Podcast around 6 2021. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who is thrilled that John Worsfold is back at Carlton. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, g'day, Michael. What a round of football we've had. And you've got to say, you know, I mean, people think the Carlton aren't on the right track, but I just say what we needed down at the Blues. Now, we had. Uh, terrible coaching in the last 20 years, so. What? And no. No, I, I know, I know. I know you've always backed us in and you've always said that we've uh, chosen really well. Malthouse, brilliant decision. And the number Bolton, one picks they've had. Like, you've just done everything <laughs> right. We have done everything right. And to add to that multitude of correct decisions we've made, we have brought back into the fold a man who basically coasted through his last year at Essendon. Mm-hmm. He sort of sat on the bench. He may have chatted to some players. but He, he made took... a few uh, TikTok videos. <laughs> yeah, see? He's a man who's committed to what he does. He sat on the bench. He took a big paycheck and he went back to Perth. So he lived in Melbourne. His family lived in Perth. And he went, I'm back in Perth. Fuck, I hate my family. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I jump back on the East Coast. <laughs> and so Carlton went, oh, you want a job? And you're not really that committed to what you were doing, even though the last job you did it for like four years. And we were kind of happy that you brought us out of a drug saga, but mm-hmm. you weren't really trying that hard, Wusha. Carlton saw that and went, we need this man. <laughs> we need back. him. We need him back. He's in the, the game changer right there. And so Carlton have hired John Warsfold as a, a, a mentor to David T. Mm-hmm. And of course, of course it happens. He flies into Melbourne. Perth is currently in a three-day lockdown. We're recording this on the Sunday at about 6.30 during the Port Adelaide and St Kilda game. He can't actually sit in the box. He can't do the job. <laughs> he can't do the job that we've hired him for. So we've got this really high, high, uh, highly paid spectator sitting there watching the gun. Oh, well, this is shit. And right. we can't actually go and talk to him and ask him what he thinks. Maybe... Is he allowed to call David Teague? Is he allowed to go to the bench? Is he allowed to talk to anyone? I don't know. That's actually fucking amazing. So I think, am I right that it's like maybe a two or three day a week job? Yes. So basically they said he's only going to go to a couple of games. See, I don't really, if I have a mentor, mm-hmm. when do you when do you want to use that mentor? Like, you, Do you want him there on game day? Do you want to pick his brain during the week? Like when actually, if you're a coach, when do you think you need a mentor? Because remember, don't forget to pull ruses on a couple of million dollars to drive past Arden Street and go, <laughs> good work, Noble. Great work, mate. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking about like if, if you needed a mentor, like if we think mm. about specifically you, like you yep, need a mentor, yep. like the mentor would be walking in and being like, maybe not, Five bottles of wine a day. Like, <laughs> cut it down to like two. All right, you're sacked. <laughs> but I guess if it is a mentor, right? So you kind of go, 
you wouldn't need him for drills during the week, would you? You, you think that you've got maybe maybe if he came in sort of training once and be like, hey. Um, you know that drill where you've got them turning the ball constantly over? Yeah, sure, sure. Like Don't little, do that. Little chippy, chippy kind of 10 metre, 15 metre kicks. And it's yeah. like get intercepted by the other ta- other side. Yeah. You like, know that yeah. drill that you run where you make Lockie Plowman slip over at the really key moments and he looks like a fucking idiot uh-huh. and the whole crowd uh-huh. hates him? Don't. Don't do that because he's doing that really well, but it's actually not a great drill. Yeah, sure. You know that thing yeah. where Patrick Cripps is like the mm. most important player on your team yeah. and, and you're now getting at a stage where it's getting quite awkward that you may not re-sign him. Like, yep. back the fucking truck up to him and fucking yeah. sign that contract right now. Don't do that drill? Don't do that drill. <laughs> Don't do that drill, yeah. You know that drill where uh, you've got uh, two of your leaders, even Sam Doherty, and you say to him, whatever you do as you're coming out of the back half, turn the ball over so it comes back with Mm -hmm. Mayo on it and you see the goal sail over your head. Stop doing that drill, mate. It's not working for you. Yeah, sure. You know, back in the day when you would walk into the club rooms and you had Mm. a brown uh, paper bag over to a player in the corner who may be wearing number one. Who knows? We don't talk about it. Uh, Don't fucking do that anymore. Well, I say redo that one. <laughs> I would say get because don't forget John Warsfold was actually an assistant coach at Carlton, so he is coming. He back. was, he was yeah. Under, yeah, yeah. He was there under David Parkin, mm-hmm. so he 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 knows what goes on down at Carlton. I went to the game yesterday, and it was the first game, the first live uh, AFL match I'd been to in eighteen months. And gotta say, it was an absolute pleasure to be back after eighteen months to be able to leave a ground at three quarter time. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't done that in so long, Michael, and it just felt right. You know, you know, in the world, you go, the world is healing. As I'm walking out, going, these fucking idiots. But you weren't that far out of it. Like uh, I'm looking no, now, I, I think you're, I think you're about thirty odd points down. Maybe, it, maybe during the second quarter. But then you kind of, yeah, it, yes. it ended up being like a three goal loss. Like that's yes, not too so bad. The, so the second quarter was insipid, and I don't know whether you, um, you know when you go to a game now, they have that thing at half time, which is AFL Nation. So it's uh, a McDonald's McCafe special, but it was Andy Marr and Bob Murphy kind of giving a wrap up of what happened in the first half. Love it. And Bob Murphy said that Carlton was soulless in the second quarter. Soulless. That's how bad we were. Bob Murphy. He doesn't fucking. When does Bob Murphy whack anyone? He's a hipster. He gives everyone a cuddle. And he has absolutely torched the blues. And so how do you find it going back to a game again? I've been to one, I haven't f- made to one myself this year. Went to okay. two last year at um, Giant Stadium. So oh, of course. had a bit of an so idea. You, but yeah. You're bloody up at uh, Rod Carter Studios. You've been going to footy you know, for the last 18 months. Uh, it was a nightmare to get in. It was raining and it was at Marvel Stadium. So it was raining quite heavily. So just to get through... Fuck, people don't know how to use a QR code. Dude, fuck I, I saw that many motherfuckers take photos of a QR code, and I'm like, oh, come on! Yeah, yeah. You know what? There should be a line. There should be two lines. There should be a line for people who know what the fuck's going on, mm-hmm. and then there should be a line for old fuckwits who just go, oh, it's just... And they're trying to match it up, and they're trying... And you just go, mate, you don't need to be, like, 30 centimetres from it. You can be five metres from it. Zoom in, you're done... Anyway. So by that logic though, like if people didn't have a phone, like was there pen and paper they could sign up or they could get in? They did say that. Yeah, there's a manual check-in for the seven people who are running burner phones. You know what I'm finding uh, as someone who lives uh, near Rod Carter Studios and someone who has, Mm. you know, spent time near um, Wayne Jackson Studios, I find that the um, New South Wales QR codes are far better than the Victorian QR codes in that 
we actually have them up here, and in Victoria they don't really have them. Well, you guys have a centralised one, don't you? Isn't it, an, isn't it a New South Wales government one? Whereas a lot of here, the, the ones here are like individual. So if I walked into Marvel Stadium chock full of COVID, yeah. to trace back to me is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. have shut the state yeah. down. Yeah, like I have an app on my phone that is like a New South Wales government app where I, if I walk into a, you know, fish and chip shop, whatever, and yeah, can yeah. take a thing out and then check out. Like, um, but yeah, I find And what do you... What are you ordering from the fish and chip shop? A couple of dimmies? Bit of chicken salt on those dimmies? Potato cake? Because you always you always order one potato cake because you've got to back it in that you're going to get two. <laughs> uh, are you a flake man? What are we talking? Grill uh, flake? F- I'm a gluten-free fry? guy, mate. So I don't have fish uh, and chips. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's awesome that Carlton are shit. Again, that's awesome. I mean, you you talked a big game before the um, start of the season. But can we look Did at the I? I mean, not you, but other Carlton people. Like, they said Carlton was coming. But it's like, nah, they're not, mate. They're not. You know what? I don't reckon if you spoke to any Carlton fans, not one Carlton fan went, oh, yeah, we're coming. But there was a fair bit of press about, you know, Carlton were looking good. They were looking good. And Sam Doherty came out and said, yeah, we want to be talking about finals because this is the kind of pressure we want to put on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then we have spoken finals. And now the pressure has made us uh, fall apart. And we we are, what, two and four. And it's... It's all over. The season is over. We got the Western Bulldogs and Melbourne and Essendon, who won today in the Anzac Day Clash, over the next three weeks. So Carlton could potentially be this finals aspiring team. <laughs> two and seven. I love it. I love it. I love oh, it. Go fuck yourself. Can we look at the top of the ladder, though? The doggies. Hey, before and the we bees. get to the ladder, let's oh, talk about go. your live shows, which are coming up in Sydney. Come on. Oh, we should do that, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sydney Comedy Festival. Uh, doing some shows uh, at the uh, Factory Theatre in Marrickville. Uh, I'm going to be doing Thursday the 13th of May and Friday the 14th of May, uh, 7 p.m. Get your tickets at uh, Sydney Comedy Fest, I believe it is. Um, yep. But yeah, mate, I'm going to fucking smash it. I'm going to f- smash it. I'm going to be I'm, awesome. I'm going to walk on to a standing ovation and walk off mm. to a standing ovation. They probably won't even sit. It'll be an hour of standing ovation. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, it's actually yeah. going to be getting embarrassing. Like, telling people to, you know, sit down, sit down, yeah. sit down. Because <laughs> I'm fucking taking Calm names. Calm your people. Yeah. But check it out. Sydney Comedy Festival. Uh, top here, Michael Chamberlain. Get tickets. Uh, May 13 and 14. It's going to be sick. Can I just say, I didn't even say this during the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I love your poster. I love your uh, your take on The Rock. It's very funny. Did you, did you have to buy that bum bag and... One, uh, did you buy it? And two, have you ever used it? That's actually a really good point because I have it over in the cupboard next to my, um, my uh, when I pop into Rod Carter Studios. Yep. <laughs> uh, I have it over in the, uh, in yep. the cupboard over there and I have, yep. I have a, the bum bag and a chain and a, and a bracelet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bum bags are cool, man. You should get back into them. I'm telling you. Well, I no, think one, I th- no one thinks you're dodgy when you're wearing a bum bag. Well, I think the way they talk about it with the wrestlers by the fact they're big people and therefore they aren't good with pockets. So I think the general right? idea with wrestlers is that they're because they're, they're usually like bigger than normal people yeah. that they can't put things in their pockets. And so they, they're a big fan of the bum bag by the fact that they can put their wallet, put their, you know, yes. keys. But put for, their yeah, so for, for anyone who hasn't seen it, it it's a play on a uh, picture of The Rock, isn't it? Yeah, when he was about 18, I think, yeah. Yeah, and you know who else loves themselves a bit of a bum bag is also a drug dealer at a music festival. But anyway, because <laughs> you know, it keeps stuff nice and close rather than all the shit you've got up your ass. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. 
Um, so let's get to the ladder. Ladder, yeah. So dogs, D's, uh, six and zero, oh, looking pretty good. Mates, the, I mean, fucking the dogs. You know what? You know what the dogs really needed last year. You know what everyone was thinking with the dogs. I hope they get the number one pick who looks like a fucking jet. And also mm. on top of that. Let's give him Adam Chalor. Let's give him a player <laughs> who is really fun. Because everyone was just like, oh, mate, they haven't won a, a grand final in five years now. They need this. And so they are absolutely flying. And you know what I love about the doggies is they're just high scoring. They're absolutely dominating. Yeah. They're good to watch. Yeah, they're entertaining. And um, and so they had, they had their match against the uh, Giants this week. which like they've kind of got their... Um, that's the their, rivalry. Their feud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they took care of them. Um, but it wasn't as much. There wasn't any niggle in it. I was really disappointed with that. Like, I thought at least, like, Marcus Bontempelli's face should have been shoved into a Monica fence at some point if you're going to make the rivalry real. Well, I was a bit bummed that it was actually at Canberra by the fact I felt like that wasn't, like, the home of football for them. Like, it no, could, it should have been in front a, of the Blacktown fans. It should have been at uh, Giant Stadium or, or at yeah. Marvel to kind of get the real, the real oomph. Yeah, no, I agree with it. It was one degree apparently in uh, Canberra on Friday night, and that is a, uh, you know what, when you're playing footy, anything below what twelve degrees is fucking bullshit because that's when you don't want to smother. Oh, dude, dude, that's the bravest man in footy. When you were playing, when you were like under fourteens, and you you know you were kicking off, kicking the dew off the grass on a Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. That brave dickhead that went out and went smother, and you're like. What are you doing, mate? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you fucking mad? That's that's the guy. Everyone talks about the Barry Hall type, but if you saw a guy smother first thing up, you're like, mate, that guy's a psychopath. Get out of his way. Like, um, I imagine you've copped a wet ball in the head. Like, oh fuck. Oh my god, the pain. <laughs> the pain. One of the best things I ever saw. We were doing kick to kick at school, wet ball, and this guy wasn't a very good kick. And so there was a guy standing like three meters to his right, like almost perpendicular. So he thought he thought he was in the he thought he was away from the blast zone, and he has copped a Sharon to the side of the face that like people, like at the top of the oval, like hundred meters away, would have gone, "What the fuck was that noise?" And <laughs> mate, it fucking dropped him. It was he would have been because that was in the morning. He would have been red in six period. It was yeah, that sure, much sure. of a fucking full blooded hit to the face. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I reckon I've been whacked in the head once, and I think it was the closest I've come to being concussed. Yeah, like, right. yeah, like generally, like I don't know quite where I am for a, a, a moment, you know. But also, how hot your face turns. It's like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. This sting. You're just like, woo! That uh, life has changed. It's life changing. So we got pretty much the. Uh, I'm looking at the top eight. Like we got pretty much the most. Uh, actually, I'm lying. Um, I was going to say we have the most expected people in the top eight right now, but like you look Fremantle. at Fremantle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, Melbourne um, uh, Swans. People prob- probably didn't pick that at this they stage. They probably didn't pick that, but the Swans have lost their last two, so I reckon it's starting to even out a little bit up there. Yeah. So people are going, oh yeah, this is kind of where we think they were. Yeah, gotcha. And the Hawkers had a win, mate. The Hawkers had a win. Na 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 na. Down, down, down. 30 odd points down, come back for a win. Go, Hawkers. Jeez, you love your comebacks. Yeah, we've been, uh, yeah, we're, I think we've won two games. I think it's by one point and three points. So, yeah. you know, percentage. <laughs> it's all that percentage. Uh, you ne- never count yourselves out as Hawthorne. <laughs> and still, you're 15th. So, you're still quite the way down. Uh, obviously, as we said, St Kilda and Port Adelaide are playing right now. 
What do we think of Melbourne? Are Melbourne the real deal? Like I saw them last. I saw a little bit of the game last night. I didn't see a lot of it, but I thought they were in good shape. And they, they, you know what? They look attacking. They look dangerous, Melbourne. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, I think the idea too, Mike, you, you win six, and so you go, okay, we need to win like another six to make the eight. So yeah. at least you're in. So like you're, you know, you, what have they got? Like what? 16 games to win another six. Yeah. Um, so they should start resting players? Is that what I'm hearing? Um, I think Petrarca should take a month off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also by the fact that you go, um, we're winning, and so therefore we feel better about ourselves. And so we, you know, we feel like we're in it. And so they're more confident. And they, there's the belief. There's that self-belief. Yeah. And you know what? What did you What did you make? So Cozzy Pickett kicks a goal late, and he gives the old... He pointed to the scoreboard, Michael. Oh, now, shit. Oh, shit. Richmond, oh, they're going to fuck it. Next time they play, they're going to have long memories. There'll be a photo of him. They'll be pointing to a photo of him pointing to the scoreboard. Cozzy Pickett, you got to back that stuff up, son. Oh, shit. But I feel That's like th- he might be the guy who can back that shit up. Well, yeah, no, he's fucking great, isn't he? <laughs> How amazing. electric is he? He's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's great to watch. And then it's such a topsy-turvy uh, season. Yeah. Just... West Coast going down by almost 100 points. It's Dude. just like, you know when a team just goes, ah, fuck it, we're done, mate. Uh, Jeremy McGovern's hurt. Fucking give up. Don't worry about it, fellas. We are cooked. And so that was the first game with Cameron. Am I right? Yes, that is correct. And he only kicked two goals. Yeah, and gotcha. a couple I, of them I, nice. I, I wasn't sure how many kicked. Yeah, okay, gotcha, yeah. But um, hell of a forward line, hey, down there with Hawkins and Cameron. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good one, too. And, um, uh, Josh Kennedy didn't play. McGovern went down in the second quarter. I watched a little bit of that game. But you just it's amazing. When you get on a roll and another team just goes, ah, oh, fuck. Because it's, it's the long, almost the longest trip, unless they play in Perth. West Coast, what gets into their head? They just go, oh, mate, fucking, oh, we're going to get a bus from here? Another hour? Does it get into your head? Like, have you ever gone on a long flight and just gone, oh, I can't perform comedy tonight. That flight was too long. I've done, I think I might have talked about about this in the pub before, but um, I did a gig for a festival, music festival, mm. maybe, I don't know, 2013 or something. And Falls Festival? No, it wasn't that, but it was like, okay. I can't remember, but we we got the plane at 6am Melbourne oh. Airport, flew to Perth. Devastating. Oof. And then did like a five-hour drive. Oh, Jesus. And then did the gig and then did a five-hour drive and then caught the midnight plane from Perth to Melbourne and so got home at 6 a.m. So essentially we left at 6 a.m. and got back at 6 a.m. So I think like, you know, 20 hours of travel for like 500 bucks. <laughs> it was like not <laughs> fucking worth it at all. How long were you on stage for? Like 15 minutes? Yeah, I think I emceed it. So it was like maybe 10, 15. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, 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 and there were guys who, there was a guy who had done the day before. And, yep. and he said to me when I got there, he was like, I, I, I will give you a thousand bucks if we can steal that van and go yep. to the airport right now. Like <laughs> they, they, yep. they were intense. They fucking hated it. Like, um, and the only reason I wanted to go was by the fact that I, um, um, uh, Public Enemy, Public Enemy, Flavor Flav. Yeah, yeah, Public yeah, Enemy. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were playing at the festival, and I was like, I want to meet Flavor Flav. And Absolutely. then he, then I found out when I got there that he had got. He'd performed the day before. So I was like, oh, fuck. 
because you get to when you have a, when you do the Absolutely. festival thing, you get to stand by the side of the stage, you know. Well, also, mate, you're backstage. You're the same. You're like, yeah. oh, Flav, I was just on stage too. I did ten yeah, or yeah. fifteen minutes. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I'm doing bits about you know dogs and cats. How they're different. You yeah. Know? <laughs> get up again. Get get there. <laughs> I saw I saw Public Enemy uh, at the Palace in Melbourne, and Flavor Flav, miming. No way. No way. Yeah. He had the microphone right up to his face so he couldn't see his mouth. And then occasionally, because uh, he was full of crack, he would occasionally pull it down. And you're like, you've stopped moving your mouth, mate. Yeah, and forgotten yeah, that you're sure. still singing. Sure, sure. Did he have a clock around his neck? Or? <laughs> Let me think. Yeah, and he may have had like a top hat on. Carter, mate, who Is told us about Flavor Flav like years ago, like 10 years ago, maybe more. And mm. um, uh, I think it was Declan Fay, friend of the show, actually. And... Um, they were playing the Esplanade in St Kilda in Melbourne. Yep. Um, you feel like they should be playing a bigger venue than that. But um, uh, Flav went um, crowd surfing and there was like a, what do you call it? Um, a thing that, fan, a fan in the air. What do you call it? Like A fan? Yeah, like, you know, spins around. It's a fan. <laughs> like, what's the word? Uh it's a fan, isn't it? Well, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, fan, okay, like yeah. Like a circular fan on the roof. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah, no, we call that a fan. And Flav was getting too close to it. Yeah. And so the other people in the band were like going, no, 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 don't put Flav near the, near the <laughs> fan. And, and then they pulled him down and he got back on stage. He's like, did you all try to kill Flavor Flav? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I just say, though, if Flavor Flav is uh, crowd surfing, how is he getting back on stage with a clock? I am fucking <laughs> going for that clock. I'm stealing his gold, t- his silver teeth. I'm fucking... I'm stripping him bare. But he said, do you all try to decapitate Flavor Flav? He said, <laughs> I'm going to give my kids my head in a box. <laughs> so anyway, Flavor Flav. <laughs> Good times. Now, North Melbourne, uh, actually having come back from playing Frio, have been told they have to quarantine for two weeks because obviously Perth is in lockdown. And the AFL has come back and said, uh, this has got nothing to do with uh, COVID. We just don't want anyone to have to watch you for two <laughs> fucking weeks. So they're talking because their next game is in Hobart. And yeah. so they're still a little bit up in the air whether or not they can play that. I imagine that Tasmania will be like, get the fuck away from our state, mate. I reckon we, you might be right, yeah. We yeah. haven't had a COVID case down here. Do not bring your filthy disease-ridden bodies down to our state. Um, but they're allowed to train, so they only have yes. to kind of be in their home, yeah. Um, yeah, which is weird as well. It's sort of like they've got this exemption. So they've got to basically, I suppose because they're just hanging out with themselves is the logic behind it. So they've yeah. got to be at home and then they're only allowed to train. That'd be great. Like if you had some shitty uh, family things coming up, you're like, oh, I'd love, to, I'd fucking love to. I would love to come to that uh, christening, but we're only allowed out for training. So, Do you find it interesting though? Like mm. the AFL teams get permission to get exemptions but yeah. the general public don't like like if i wanted to you know i maybe i was in a hot spot and i'm like oh yeah. i've got to do very important work and they go no 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 you can't but then if i can see an afl team running around running around an oval like well um, i i guess i guess bloody michael money talks my friend money talks yeah but we're talking about north melbourne therefore money doesn't <laughs> talk <laughs> no, that's a fair point it, it's it's interesting because clearly like I know they were in a hotspot, but they would have left the airport. They would have gone to a hotel, hopefully not a quarantine hotel, mm-hmm. gone to Optus Stadium, played the game, and then pretty much flown home. And then we have the game now next week at Blundstone Arena. 
So mm. that's fascinating by the fact that I hope they've got the site screen out of there by now. Like, well, who knows? Like surely that's the thing. International company came over and got the site yeah, yeah. screen. <laughs> that's the thing about Blundstone Arena. They just they were just like, whew, we dodged a bullet. Thank fuck that there's COVID still around. Hey, um, pickle juice, mate. What do we got? What's wrong with pickle juice, mate? I love a pickle juice. I love a bourbon and pickle juice on a Saturday morning. Are you a big fan of pickle juice? Oh, mate, I love it. I, I can't get enough of it. So you worked on front. You work on front bar, and they I had um, a segment on pickle juice last week. Did you get to have a taste of it? Uh, you know what? I did not because I have tasted it before. It, it's it's strong, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Like yeah, it's, sure. It's sure. okay. But apparently, so that what's happened this time around is that. AFL grounds have said, because, okay, so it's to stop cramping. There's yep. a, it must be electrolytes in the pickle juice that yep. stop cramping, and it's a big thing. I would but imagine it's very sour. Yes. It, it, yeah, you know you're drinking pickle juice. You're not like, oh, is this, was this a Chardonnay or a pickle juice? You're yeah. like, you're aware. And so when you drink it, now apparently they've learned that you don't actually need to swallow it. It just needs to touch the receptors in your throat, and that's enough for your brain to go, oh, I better stop cramping. And therefore, now they spit it out. They used to ingest it, and now they spit it out. And the AFL has come out, or groundsmen have come out and said, stop spitting it on the ground because it's ruining the grass. Yeah, sure. It's burning the grass. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome by the fact that, like, the AFL have to bring in a law where <laughs> don't <laughs> spit, spit on the it. ground. Yeah. So you need, like, a like a wine-tasting spittoon <laughs> at, at quarter time of players going, oh, is it... Is this a 2012 pickle <laughs> juice? This is, this is, is, this, is this in France? And is also, this in the Clare Valley? And also, how do they know that you don't need to swallow it anymore? Like, how do you kind of get it down to your halfway down your throat or gargle it as they, yeah. as they do? Yeah, like, yeah. how do they actually know? And then also, like, we're, we're still whoa, in... Whoa, whoa, whoa. A lot of questions without notice here. Well, but we're also still in the forays of, um, um, you know, players taking a knee and urinating on the ground. Like, we're not hearing much fuss about that. No. I mean, well, that doesn't... Does that discolour the ground or would that help it? Like, we've all urinated in public. I've, like, whizzed somewhere and never gone back and gone, oh, fucking hell. Don't know what I was eating, but was I eating battery acid this last <laughs> couple of weeks? Like, that has put a brown mark. Bloody how hell. Potent is, how potent is pickle juice? Like, good that they're not swallowing it if it's, if it's burning the grass. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Like, it must be more potent than urine. So, yes. the AFL should really be saying, okay, don't swallow pickle juice, but urinate into someone's mouth like that's fine <laughs> that's fine that actually stops cramps <laughs> I, haven't had a, I haven't had a cramp in years michael <laughs> so does that mean like uh early um colonial stadium people were just fucking splashing pickle juice all over that well i imagine they were i mean i i remember david hooks r.i.p um he was the runner for fitzroy in their final year so 96 was he? yeah 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 because um, I, I think that. I think Michael Nevin, I think I think they might have been cohorts, maybe in South Australia. Okay. Yep. And he talked about how he couldn't believe how many players were taking a whiz on the ground during quarter time, during three quarter time, like or even yeah. pregame. Yeah. I, I think it happens, and I reckon I'm right, but I, I happily corrected on this. I reckon Brendan Favola had it, like not like a big please explain because the AFL don't want to draw attention to it. Yeah. I think it was Fev who got in trouble for having a little bit of a, yeah, like you said, taking a knee, like a lunge, and yep. getting it out, and <whistles> he's having a little bit of a tinkle. But to do that, 
You must need all your teammates to kind of close ranks around you. Well, you would, like, by the fact, like, I mean, we've been to enough games. Like, I have never mm. noticed anyone taking a knee and doing that. Like, and no. you, you know, you can you can see the, the club doing a huddle. Like, I, I in, my, in no way in my time have I ever noticed that. Um, but maybe I should pay more attention. Well, you need to. You need to. And obviously the broadcasters must have a bit of a... Um, just a deal where yeah, they're like, all yeah, right, let's people do it. this. Yeah, 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 don't show it. Like, all right, you know, fucking Barry Hall took a dump at, ha- at quarter time. Just fucking <laughs> don't, don't, you know, they put it in a plastic bag. They did the right <laughs> thing, but just don't put it out for the broadcast. Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, obviously for Sid, the dog, like, you know, fair <laughs> enough. Like, you know, he's, you know, out and about. Mate. He's been Sid. You, know, you, you can't let Sid not be Sid, you know? No. You can never stop Sid being Sid, mate. Even when he was, even when he was under the back wheels of that car, you can't <laughs> stop Sid being Sid. Uh, Catman, man, Catman. Uh, can't believe we're saying the last of Catman. Catman. R.I.P. Catman. Do we have to? Do we have to bury? Does he get to bury the outfit? Like, because uh, you know he becomes his own person. Do we have a name? Is there an actual name for Catman, or does he keep that quiet? It's Troy. I think it's Troy West. Am I right? Okay. Troy West, I think it might be, by the fact that Catman had kind of decided to pull the pin. Oh, actually, sorry. I hadn't looked at the uh, headline of the article. Online trolls forced Geelong fan Troy West to hang up his Catman costumes. You know what's not going to help with trolls? Is by giving out someone's name. Your real name. (laughs) You go, mate, stop trolling. Troy West. Whatever you do, he's fucking hanging out the boots because trolls are getting stuck into Troy West, no E on the end. It's West, Troy West. Stop trolling him. So Catman has decided, and we've all seen Catman over the years. Mm. Um, I think I last saw him. I think I actually might have last saw him after the um, 2011 Grand Final, actually. Okay. I think I last saw him kind of walk by. Um, and he's notorious for kind of being a Catman, I suppose, like Geelong face paint. Um, fingernails like a cat. Um, he'll well, he, no, he, he step back a bit. The gloves have long nails, but he's he's popped gloves on rather than getting the actual nails anymore. Yeah, gotcha. Like, but do you reckon for him, he's just gone? I oh, think fuck, I don't need to be cat man. Like that is a heavy makeup. He's got contact lenses in, so his eyes look like a cat's eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for him to wake up on a Saturday and go, oh. I don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. for a 3 p.m. game. I can just fucking, you know, go wander in and no one knows who I am. You know what I think? I think, I reckon a, a, a costume is awesome on the mm, way to the you, event. Until you lose. And then the costume is awful on the way home. So I reckon <laughs> there have been many times where Catman has oh, gone to the game, like yeah. on the train, and been like, uh, people talking to him, hey, Catman, how you doing, man? Yeah, great, yeah. sweet, awesome. We lose <laughs> by 50 points, or it's a grand final or something, and then Catman has to get on the train and go home, and you go, fuck this shit. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, he can't go to a pub after a game. Like, he can't just walk in and, like, just be like, oh, yeah, I'll have a, I'll have a pot of carton, thanks to, like, uh, we don't serve cats here, mate. <laughs> yeah. like, get, like, get out. Like, yeah, it's he's like, in the- years ago I was in Brisbane, and um, I saw people at the end of a... um. Uh, zombie march. Oh, so God. they they did a zombie march, you yeah. know, wherever they're going, and then and then it was clear that they were just walking home, and was like, oh, you thought this is really cool on the way <laughs> to the march, <laughs> but you forgot you've got to walk yeah. home looking like a fuckwit. One of the best ones I saw was I think it was a World Cup, so it would have been like um, 2008 or 12 or something, and 
there were English fans who were dressed up like um, like knights, like you know, yeah, um, yeah, 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 King Arthur kind of shit, and they'd lost. And I remember the crowd, the just zooming in on them and just go. That's a fucking tough outfit to just stand around. Like, you can't even go drown your sorrows dressed as a... F- oh, my liege, would you like another beer, you <laughs> fuckhead? It's just like, mate, that's a big outfit to go with. Poor cat, man. Poor cat, man. So what does he do? Like, is he just... Do you reckon he still goes to the... See, when he goes to the game now, he's going to hope that people will be looking at him, but they're like, mate, no, no one gives a fuck about you. You're well, not a cat man. I think he liked the idea that he'd be uh, incognito, like kind of get away with being Catman without people knowing he's Catman. Like, that'd be quite fun. You reckon fun, he's happy it? with it? I think so, yeah. Like, I want to give a shout-out to jo- uh, Troy and just say, hey, you know, we respect you, we love you, and um, you've wasted 20-odd years of your life dressing up as a fucking cat every week. <laughs> <laughs> And you know he did get a lot of uh, trolling, which you don't, which isn't great. I, I, I don't think it's great. But um, I'll, what I like here, so he's copped a little bit of a bit, a bit of trolling, and you go, yeah, fair enough. You know you, that should never happen, and the guy should be allowed to be a cat as any man or any woman should be allowed to. You want to be a, you want to be a cat of the game? We're not against this. But then he goes, and he just undoes it. He goes, there just isn't room in this day and age for an outrageous, colourful gay man. With a big witty mouth, he go. Okay, I'm old school. Oh fuck, I'm not politically correct. Here we oh, go. God. Here we go. <laughs> Catman's got some stuff to say, and people can't handle it. When you have to say, I've got a witty mouth. I'm old school. Yeah. I'm not politically correct. Yeah. Catman, you've said some pretty racist <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, fucking. It's PC gone mad, and Catman should be allowed to tell that person what he thinks of you. Go, all right, Catman, fucking shut it down. That is awesome. I struggle to adapt to the new cancel culture. Cancel culture. Oh, Catman, you've got a mouth on you, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- <laughs> Remember that time that Catman got escorted out of the game? It wasn't because Catman was going. It was because Catman said oh a few things God. to a few players. Who probably didn't need to hear it. Catman had a few things to say about immigration. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm just a big, I'm just a big witty cat that people can't handle. I'm old school. I'm not politically correct. Oh my god! When anyone complains about political correctness, it's like, oh yeah. my god! It's yeah. like, oh, do you want to say racist stuff out loud? <laughs> yeah, I really do. Oh, okay, yeah. go fuck yourself. <laughs> and you're a cat. <laughs> yeah, not helping. <laughs> unless unless he was saying shit about dogs, in uh, which case you go, oh, maybe. He's yeah, going, oh, enough. I don't like black dogs. And everyone's like, oh, can you, uh, fuck, can you say that? I don't think you can. What? <laughs> do you like, do you like blonde dogs? Meowing <laughs> oh, mate, I only like border collies. <laughs> oh, mate, fucking all right, mate. Take it easy. Just fucking rein it in. I'm old school. I'm not politically correct. Oh, fuck, cat man. Okay. I wasn't brought up that way. Oh, so you were brought up in a racist household. <laughs> <laughs> two fucking two tomcats who just fucking used to go hard. Oh, awesome! I love it. I love it. Oh, oh also, so as he's retired, he's issued an eleven hundred word statement. He put out a statement, so I think that might be on Facebook. Okay, that that's a that's a fucking manifesto. Yeah, but you know how people put official statements on Facebook. Like, yeah, that's yeah, it's an eleven hundred word that's, statement. That's yeah. Usually people say, hey, I'm stepping away. Uh, I'm People can't handle my big witty mouth. I'm yeah. old school. I'm not politically correct. I'm blaming uh, uh, trade radio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
let it go. But that, that's not getting beyond 200 words. He's found another 900 words of why, what's wrong with this fucking country and people can't handle a little bit of Catman's truth. Yeah, he's not politically correct. He, he said he would continue to support the Cats and wish mm. the club's cheer squad well, but did not mm. want to discuss the matter further. Okay, what's Catman hiding? Okay, yeah. what, are you, what, are you up to, what are you up to, Catman? I know yeah. you're not politically... I, I, I don't want to email him. By the fact, I know what I'm going to get back. Like, a lot of C's. Oh, mate. Yeah, <laughs> no, you'll fucking hear about it, mate. When the, when the Catman goes, the Catman <laughs> I mean, goes hard. I mean, the N-word will be flying around. <laughs> There's just kids being shielded from the cap hand. <laughs> oh, mate. I wasn't brought up that way. I'm old school. Hey, uh, we'll wrap it up shortly. We've got a football in real life. Uh, don't forget my Sydney Comedy Festival show, Thursday, mm. May 13. Friday, May 14, 7 p.m. at the Factory Theatre. Going to be sick. Get around it. Hey, huge uh, week in the AFLW with the, uh, with the tie for the... Um, the AFLW best and fairest. And can I say congratulations to Brianna Davey and Kiara Bowers. And can I just say, Kiara Bowers, I want your arms. Because she has fucking cannons. Yeah, yeah. Like you thought Chris Tarrant had some fucking guns. Whatever Kiara Bowers' uh, training regime is, I want in. That is fucking amazing. I was jealous. Yeah, yeah. There's solid guns right there. Yeah. Fucking Um, oath. Congratulations to them both. And, um, you know, it was really weird, though. It was clear, like, when they both won that they didn't know, because they were in different states, how to get up on stage. So they are both kind of standing there. Brianna Davies was like, do I go up now? And then um, Cara Bowers is standing there. It's just like, let them both get up there. Like, someone should have said, there's got to be someone, you know, we need a warm-up person there to go, hey, if you win, head straight on up. You're allowed to. But both girls were so polite, just going, oh, I don't, I don't, should I go up and should I, am I allowed to? Need to be better, AFL. Yeah, sure. I mean, let's talk about maybe naming the medal after Aaron Phillips, but I, I think maybe they might need a bit more time to kind of work out. You know. I think that's a great idea, though. She's one of the um, you know, best players of all time in the AFLW. She's won it herself. I think it's a really good idea. Start it now. It, it might be a bit weird that she's still playing. Yeah, yeah. It'd be How good would it be to win your own medal? That'd be sick, yeah. Yeah, a be? bit like Napoleon when he um, crowned himself. Yeah. <laughs> like he'd yeah. kind of win the medal and well, just be like, fucking put it around my own neck. I think Kim Jong-un's won like uh, best bloke <laughs> in, in North Korea the last uh, 10 years in a row, so he's doing all right. So we got a football in real life here from Sean. Um, I was at Village Cinema's Jam Factory in South Yarra for a special right. press screening of the new Com- Mortal Kombat film. In brackets, mm. I'm doing very well. While my friend and I were waiting in line for our photo to be taken at the poster wall, two Ooh, very tall out. and familiar looking men... Uh, getting lined behind us. They were none other than Collingwood forwards Mason Cox and Brody Majek. Uh, footballers were the last people I would have expected to see there, and it was cool surprise. Regardless, I tried to convince my friend, who is a big Pies fan, to go and say hello, uh, but he did not want to bother them. Well, thanks, Sean. Can I just say? Um, so Sean says footballers were the last people I would have expected to see. Just kind of pick you up there, Sean. I, I actually uh, saw the reason that you see through when I was reading yeah. that. I thought. I the think reason you saw them there, Sean. Fair chance you're going to see yeah. football as a, a movie premiere. Yeah. Also, you know why they're there, Sean? Because uh, it's free. <laughs> and <laughs> you're going to see whatever the event is, if there's free entry and possibly a little bit of a drink after and maybe a meal, you are going to fucking see football as there, Sean. Yeah, you yeah. Need to, you need to recalibrate, my friend. Have you been to many movie premieres in your life? Mate, the one that I went to was um, the Takeaway one. 
So written by uh, friends of ours, not friends of the shows, Mark O'Toole and Dave O'Neill. Yep. So the story with this one is a uh, friend of the show, Paul Collegia, went to that one and he, earlier that day, we were working on Skid House, Clang. Jeez, a lot of name dropping in this story. Yeah, here it goes. And we went down to Victoria Street to get something to eat and I went to my um, barn me place that I always went to and he went to another one and was like, this one's better. I'm like, mate, my one's the best. Anyway, cut to... During the um, during the premiere of the movie, he's feeling really dodgy in the summer. He's like, I can't walk out of a movie premiere. It looks like I'm hating it. Yeah, sure. So I guess at the end of the movie, he goes to the bathroom. He's obviously quite sick. He walks out and blacks out and falls forward and lands face first on the tiles and bo- like smashes his nose open and had to get whisked away to hospital. Yeah, wow. So who found him? So there was just, there was, he said he, he came to and there was a guy at the urinal who just kind of turned his head and went, you right there, mate? He's like, well, he's not right, mate. He's bleeding profusely on the ground. Yeah, sure. And so then they called the, um, the ambulance. And I remember I was leaving that one and so I wasn't sitting with him. And I remember leaving because it was at the Grady Union in the city in Melbourne in Russell Street. Yeah. And I remember leaving. That was like a real junky one. I, it would have been a bit, a, a bit of a dodgy area at that stage. It was, yeah. it was, and I remember as the ambulance people were coming up, I remember thinking, "Ah, oh, junkie down." Yeah. And then I got a call later in the night from Collegia going, "Mate, I fucking broke my nose." No like, way. Jesus, the the movie was fine. I wouldn't have gone that hard. I went to one. Uh, uh, what's it called? Force Awakens. So Star Wars. Um, okay. I which you haven't seen because you're an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, but they it was 3D, and I went with a, with a friend. Um, and. Uh, we didn't realise it was like a 3D film. And mm. so we walked up to find a spot because obviously packed house, you know. It was like the first, it was literally a, like the first screening of Star Wars yep. in the world um, by the fact of the time difference, you know. Like it's, you know, released this and this and this. And I kind of... Vanuatu didn't get it before us? Sorry, man. Vanuatu didn't get it before us? Mm, no, they, well, they they did, but they had they had to be very strict on spoilers. Yeah, um, <laughs> they, they only had one D. And and my friend and I, we walked up the stairs and there was like a guy who looked a bit dodgy, kind of wearing these weird glasses. And I was like, okay, we'll go in here. And I was like, I'll mm. sit next to him so you don't have to sit next to my family, my friend. And um, and then we realised that we all had the same glasses, like by the fact that I was Stormtrooper yeah. 3D glasses. And I was like, oh, that guy's not weird. Uh, he's, <laughs> just he's just one of us. doing what he should do. <laughs> We're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time for Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. Go Hawks. Go Busher. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.